said and she said you need to pay attention If they make the comment then it's worth the mention Jamil and Shatora you know they got the scoop At work talking about what black people do If you ain't real then you probably won't feel this It's all facts you know they coming with the realness Or pettiness either way you are getting it Uncut, unfiltered, and unedited Lifting up the culture, you know how it's gotta be Making words work, give it to you tongue and cheek Forget that water cooler, we like tea sweet This is boss talk reserved for the beast sweet Beast sweet, beast sweet Boss talk is reserved for the beast sweet Beast sweet, beast sweet Cool it out or you'll end up on that beast sweet be sweet. It's the be sweet. Yo, we are back. We're back with another episode. Man, it's long overdue. What's hey. up, Shatora? What's going on, Jay? Man, we're back for another episode of the Be Sweet Podcast. It's been a little minute since y'all heard us. You know, uh, what was it, December last? I think they last heard yeah. from us. Yeah. With DJ what Coles. Month is it? Yeah. Was was Coles our last? Yeah, Coles was our last person. It wasn't Trisha. Nah, it was Coles. It was oh, definitely well, Coles. Trisha's just lingering. Yeah, we got to get her back on again. Yeah, I mean, forget about them. I just need more <laughs> Trisha in my life. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's 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 been good. The uh, the the break was much needed. You know, uh, I know the two of us. We've been uber busy. Uh, yeah. With just work and everything, mm-hmm. you know, but and a lot has been going on over the last couple of months since we last recorded, you know, but I mean, I'm on a crusade to do everything for black people. So, yeah, you I are. Just been in a, I just been a little busy. Nah, a, a lot of busy. <laughs> you have it's been. been I, um, it's been it's been pretty dope. I'm a. I'm a published columnist now. Look at that. Come on, man. I need those air on. <laughs> so that's so that's dope. But yeah, there's just there's a lot of stuff going on, but it's it's all good. It's all good. So tell me, talk to me about um, what's been going on with you like since we last recorded. Oh, it's really been mostly work. Mm-hmm. Um, tried to find a social life and then I lost it. <laughs> it was like, oh, <laughs> but COVID stops a lot of things from being able to happen. You and Sinclair Listen, still out in these streets? So, uh, me and Sinclair still out <laughs> in these streets. I found a hiking challenge mm, nice. that I'm going to do over the summer. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm hoping I can get a vaccine at some point because mm-hmm. I just, summer 2021, I just fully intend on having. Cheeks out on a beach somewhere. So. Uh, okay, come on, cheeks on the beach. <laughs> cheeks on the beach. <laughs> Somebody make a drink. Somebody yeah, cheeks on the beach. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, no, that. I mean, I'm, um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things where um, I've had the opportunity to work a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I've been doing that, and it's you've been, been prioritizing your mental health. It's been fulfilling. Have I been prioritizing my mental health? Self care is just a part of like what I do every day and mm-hmm. you know mental health and so like I'm not talking like bubble baths and and bonbons mm-hmm. like I'm talking mm-hmm. you know vegetables I'm talking meditation and reading and budgeting and like all of that stuff as a, a accountability right as a part of self-care so yeah um it is definitely a practice you know, it's not something that you can just do once or twice mm-hmm. and and think that it's going to be OK. Um, definitely have like roller coasters, that's for sure. But the one thing about um, prioritizing your mental health and your self-care 
is just really being able to recognize like when you need a little extra care and 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 attention and and to take a step back so mm -hmm. a lot of people have been asking me that i think because they see me so many places but i do i do take the time that's good yeah that's necessary though it's mm -hmm. necessary because and it feels good it yeah. feels good i yeah. want to keep growing well so. i mean you don't you think out here i mean a, but you over here wearing shades indoors <laughs> so. you know, i have to take it back to my jake's busy <laughs> days man you know somebody so. He's feeling himself right now. <laughs> no, like it's last couple of months have been it's been pretty amazing for me, man. If I yeah. can be honest, um, I think you know starting out the year, I, I always love having a birthday in the beginning of the year because I it kind of it can somewhat set the tone for I'm glad one for of the us year. Does, yeah, right. I don't like it the <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, I celebrated a milestone birthday mm -hmm. this year i celebrated my 40th um and it was an amazing celebration my god like and and it was so low-key you know i don't want people to you know to be misconstrued about what i'm saying right now um you didn't have a super spreader event no no none of that mm -hmm. you know i wasn't out here in these streets like <laughs> like i was it was just super chill it was super <laughs> laid back but it felt so amazing you know um me and my wife we went down to the florida keys um, we were socially distant down there, you know, um, and just being down there in good weather, cause you know, weather in Buffalo in January, is just like, yeah, you know, it's depressing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so being down there, it was, it was just amazing. Um, and just being able just to reconnect with her, um, yeah. which, it, which is always a good time because, mm -hmm. you know, her and I are just like be going a thousand miles an hour sometimes, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. so we, you know, we got a chance to like really, really really reconnect and um and i just and, and again i just love my birthday i got the best birthday gift ever man like i got a um it was a binder with um all of these messages from people and pictures and stuff did and you see mine i did see yours yo <laughs> big shout out yo like i literally i was in tears really? i was in tears like yeah mm -hmm. i was i was literally in tears yeah. um because it's just like you never know how much you mean to people yeah Right. Yeah. And for people you to really express, mm -hmm. you know, how, you know, what I meant to them, mm -hmm. man, I, like I get emotional just thinking about it now, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because it's just, and it was so many people. Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize I was, you know, I had this that effect on so many wife, people, man. Okay. Cause Yo, she yeah. executed that. And when I tell you, she followed up. She was like, hey, Stuart, uh, it was due yesterday, <laughs> but I would give you a pass. No, that was that is we really don't do a good job of telling others of like what they mean to us mm -hmm. and i know like personally when that happens to me it it's huge like it's a huge impact so a lot of times you know you just feel like like you're pouring from an empty cup yeah and so you know that's one of the things i try to do i'm not that great at it but i'm that's an incredible birthday gift no it was it's literally the best birthday gift i could have ever received and, and mm. i and i mean that genuinely i'm not just saying that because my wife did it for me or what like it's literally the best birthday gift i ever got yeah. ever you know so and it, and again i just i i get goosebumps just thinking about it man because it's it's the, again the fact that so many people felt that you know that i that i meant so much to them yeah it it was Man, I, I can't put into words how how great I feel. Uh, I, I felt, but it made me realize too um, how much I need to do a better job in making sure I'm 
I'm checking on people. I'm giving people their flowers as well, letting people know how much I care about them. You know, it could be just around. I, like I just be having random conversations with people sometimes. Just like yo, yo, bro, I'm just calling. To, you were just on my mind, you know, and I just want to check on you. I just want to make sure you're good, you know. So, and I, I I've been doing that a lot since um, since my birthday. I'm sorry, you know, the so. the lyric. I'm the official, unofficial <laughs> man of my city. I'm sorry, it just keeps going through my head. I just had to just had to yeah. real quick. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, so it made me start to prioritize, like. You know what those relationships um, like truly, truly mean, and they have to be. You know that energy has to be reciprocated. It can't be one sided. You know, ugh, we this ain't the podcast, but you know how I feel about love. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about I love, you, and, yeah. and just like we put all this emphasis on love being an emotion. Nah, f that. Love is not an emotion; it's an action. Yes, it is. You show love first, right? You show love to yourself first, and then you're able to show it to others. But, like, that energy has to go around. Like, it's the purest form of energy that we can transmit to one another as humans. It's the holiest of energies that we can have. What do they say? God is love. So, yeah, we need to show more love to each other. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It's hard right now because we're all just mentally, physically, and emotionally drained. But it's dope that you got that, like, invigorating moment. And now, like, you can go back and... And read that and really feel good about all the stuff you do for people. Because, mm. you know, you're out here when stuff happens, you know, you make sure you let people know you speak up. I'm a little bit more low key. I don't mm. really do that. And so, like, that's one of the things that I do appreciate about you is, you know, you're out here and you, and you put yourself out here. Um, but you also use that to help other people. Mm-hmm. And 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 to big other people up too. So like that's that's really dope. I'm, that's that's the way to turn forty. Yeah, grown man style. <laughs> I, I, listen, Keep I've been telling up. people that you know my next ten is not going to look like my last ten. Yeah, you know. So that's what I say about my pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm just saying the same thing. So speaking of pounds, man, I've been, you know, I got back into the gym. Uh, uh, Big shout out to my trainer, man. Like, (laughs) but me and my ego, bro, I'm telling you, like, I've been, oh, I I think I got injured twice working out, like twice. I don't have nothing to say because what I said before, you were like, (laughs) no. So I don't need to say no, it on, like it's, it, on it's the ego, like because I'm not in there like going like you know what I'm saying like it's not like me going super beast mode while I'm there. I'm just doing what he's telling me to do, you know. But it's just that sometimes, especially when you're working out around a bunch of women, you know, you want to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't want to like if they if they're using yeah, the like twenty no pound sucker. dumbbells, you don't want to use the sixes. I can get that. And the weight is not heavy, but I'm just out of shape, man. Look. I'm out of, I gain I gained some weight during quarantine. I don't want up a clothes size during quarantine. I threw away a lot of clothes recently. Yeah. Well well donated them. Mm-hmm. Um because I just can't fit them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so um so I think this is just part of the process, the you know, getting back to myself process and I'm I'm in pain right now. Like my lower back is on fire. <laughs> yeah, like I I I entered so last year, a year ago, I couldn't bend forward. Mm. I had my own my own back injury and I as as my homegirl Sarah says, find the art of doing less. And over the last year I've really kind of mastered the art of doing less. Um and it feel like I think I can do more things with my body now at 35 that I've, <laughs> ever, that I've ever been able to do. Um, and it's like, it really is all in like those simple 
habits that you build every day. Um, we, you know, I mean, you've always had like that kind of like no days off, mm. go hard mentality. And I can easily see you bringing that into the gym. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 fitness is just as much about your mental development and growth mm-hmm. as it is about your physical. Mm-hmm. Like they both feed into each other. And I think there's a lot of. Look, I just I just learned about Facetune. Listen, everybody's a liar and a fake. Like everybody, like on the internet, all these pictures and stuff, they're all doctored up. That's Nobody's facts. real faces out here. Nobody's real body. Like, so we're all like, I, I don't, I, I'm not really that into it. I don't really care. But like when I realized that I might be looking at somebody's, you know, edited version of themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, wow, I really can't. I really can't try to compare myself to people on the Internet Mm -hmm. because it's the Matrix. It's not real. So anyways, I'm going another tangent. But like that's a whole nother podcast. podcast, But I just, you know, it's just like do what makes you feel good. Like Mm -hmm. do 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 what makes you grow like mentally emotionally like all that it should feel good like i even i i'm not i'm not waking up at 4 35 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym anymore ever again no never I'm, again nah, that's why so stupid it's so stupid yeah. it's so stupid and then like i'm i'm exhausted right and starving all day mm-hmm. well, what's the point then mm-hmm. i've just completely negated all because i'm because i all i want to do is eat and sleep mm-hmm. for the rest of the day right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm useless to anybody so anyways like i've i've i'm learning better boundaries with 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 myself in, in that arena so that's that's what I have to say in response to you yeah. throwing out your lower back. Yeah, we, we yeah we're gonna have another conversation about that because <laughs> uh, you know we we can talk for days uh, about you know prioritizing. Our, you know we talk about mental health a lot. You know, but like our physical health and you know, and I think just the older I'm getting too. Jay. You know what? Okay, so I, I found this amazing study. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's no direct there there's there's no scientific way to increase your iq i'm this much of a nerd there's Mm -hmm. no there's no way to increase your iq right so to like make yourself smarter than you already Mm -hmm. are but do you know the one thing you can do to maintain your iq so as we age our iq goes down Mm -hmm. do you know the one thing you can do to maintain your iq what's that exercise exercise Mm. So if y'all, if somebody out there need a little motivation to get moving today, she said. In other words, smart. if you don't want to be stupid, <laughs> <laughs> if your ass don't want to be stupid, you know, you better start exercising. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just so incredible to me how the bo- mind and body are linked so inextricably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it's a beautiful thing. It is. It is, man. So so I'm excited, man. Like we are. Uh, this is not the official. Launch of of uh, uh, season four of the podcast. We got official, unofficial. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> we 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 have some amazing, amazing things coming up for the podcast. Some amazing guests coming on the show. Um, we really, really can't wait. I'm not going to like tease anything tonight, but just know that we have uh, we we we're setting the bar. Like we're stepping it up a lot. You know, and, um, with the diverse uh, diverse people that's coming onto the show, it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. But um, we just felt like today was necessary. 
Today was necessary. I had I I called Jay and I was like, we got to do this today. Yeah, I got a lot to say. Yeah, I got a lot to say. I, I personally I didn't give a damn, but I was just like, you know, you want to get on? Let's 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 talk about it. Let's talk about it. So so let's talk about my girl Megan Markle. Okay, what's up? What's up with Megan? The Duchess of Essex. Yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> but no, nah, I I so so I don't care about the royal family. Mm. I don't know a whole lot of people who do. Um, not really something I grew up caring about or even really understanding, mm-hmm. like about the monarchy or its importance. Um, but really, the the frame I wanted to address her interview with Oprah, which was phenomenal mm-hmm. by the way shout out to oprah always does the best interviews oprah just so as She's an aside <laughs> as an aside right i was talking to a girlfriend of mine about social capital right mm-hmm. and like there's a there there's a measure of social capital in like in your career when it comes to like being in shape and being attractive and all that stuff right but all of that fades as you get older mm-hmm. and it's the same thing in relationships right you start off as young and as beautiful as you'll be when you first get together. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, it all goes downhill literally. So, but like, but, but would you rather trade your, your professionalism for temporary social capital? Like we had that conversation and I was like, no, because my professionalism is what's going to keep me around Mm -hmm. as long as Barbara Walters. Mm -hmm. And then she was she brought up Oprah and she was like, Oprah was out here in some wellies and in like just what was she wearing? But nobody cared. Like that mm-hmm. wasn't the topic of conversation because she's Oprah. Mm-hmm. Right. Her name. So anyway, just shout out to Oprah wearing whatever you want to wear <laughs> in some random person's backyard interviewing royalty because that's incredible. Yeah, she can um, do that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people can't get away with that. A lot of people can't. <laughs> Me included. Me, I'm about to say me either. <laughs> I definitely can't get away with that. But. but okay, no. So so Oprah Oprah did this incredible interview. Which okay, the reason why I thought the interview was incredible was because she wasn't she she wasn't like just on one side, right? Mm-hmm. She pressed. She pressed them and really asked perspective questions um, that were across the board, right? So I really like that. But, um, you know, how do like personally how I feel about what Meghan Markle and Prince Harry? I don't think he has a last name. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think his last name is Harry. Yeah, I think it's just they, they, I don't think they have a last name. But um, this is how little I know about the royal family um, and from watching The Crown. But yeah, like I am not shocked by anything that. They said, and so just like the the headline, the headline was, um, you know, Meghan and and Harry uh, say that there were questions around the how dark their child's skin would be. Mm-hmm. Skirt, you know, like everything, like complete screeching halt, like the world stopped, and I was like, that's pretty. So this is why it was crazy to me. It was crazy to me because when I used to watch Suits back in the day, I didn't know Meghan Markle was even black. So, oh. so, so when you talk about being able to pass and and colorism and all that other stuff, like if she straightens her hair, you don't even know Meghan Markle 
considers herself to be a black woman mm-hmm. and is technically biracial, right? So, so there's that. Um, and then, like, there's just, like, the cognitive dissonance of, like, who cares what color the child's skin is going to be? It's clearly not going to be that dark. Mm-hmm. It's not, not at all. It's not gonna be that dark at all. What's what's the what's the son's name? Archie. Yeah, Archie. You seen you seen pictures of Archie? Yeah, yeah. Archie looks like he a little looks like white a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's like, I mean, <laughs> and then somebody put a picture up of the royal family who, who you know, they look like their parents are cousins, <laughs> and <laughs> it's just like, they. Were, I mean, like seriously, and you're like, well, you, you your faces are sunken in and shriveled, <laughs> and you're worried about how dark a, ch- a child's skin will be. I mean, you just need to thank her for the good genes. Mm-hmm, right. Like, thank mm-hmm. her thank her for, for being a, a, a genetic blessing to your family. But anyways, like, it was, it would, it, it's, it's just so insane. I think Maya Angelou, was it Maya Angelou, um, who said, like, somebody asked her about racism, she was just like, racism to me is just insanity. Like, I don't really give racists a lot of thought or energy because it doesn't make any sense. And it really is just insane, right? But then what fascinated me also about the interview was that Megan kept making a distinction between the royal family and the firm. And I had never really knew known of of a distinction between the two. You What's think? the firm? I'm I'm I'm, on, I'm okay. Aware. Right. So I I didn't know what the firm was either. And so I found this article. Um, oh, wrong device. I found this article on um, CNN. Maybe not the wrong device. Where is it? Or oh, Time. It's Time, and it says like you know what is the firm, and um. The firm uh, is basically the informal title for the British royal family and its associated institutions, including the courtiers, staff, and royal and working royals that keep the business of the monarchy functioning. So it's everything. It's how they do business, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you have the figureheads who are out in the front, and then you basically have like the administration behind the scenes who do all the work, even to the point where um, they have a human resources office for yeah, the, the people. Whole HR office. <laughs> yeah. For the people who work for the firm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and, and so what immediately clicked in my mind when I heard that was like, Oh, this is just institutionalized racism. Mm-hmm. Added. So this is textbook mm-hmm. institutionalized racism. So, you know, here's Megan Markle. This beautiful black woman who could pass for whatever she wants to if she wanted to. Mm. So that allowed her to gain access into this family, right? So her social capital plus her ambiguous kind of race looking. But then at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because the blood that courses through her veins is black. Is blackity black. It's of African descent. Mm-hmm. And so just even like, and I didn't know this either, just like they they compared the headlines that 
the the British tabloids did of um, Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton. Mm-hmm. Someone with a last name. Yeah, right. She has a last name. <laughs> of 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 Kate Middleton, the the Duchess of whatever Sussex, I think. To to um uh oh wow, what's her name? <laughs> To Meghan Markle. Yeah. <laughs> they compared the two. And it was like, oh, you know, Kate Middleton holds holds her baby bump. She's such a caring mother. And then Meghan Markle holds her baby bump. And they're like, she's so vain. And and is she a narcissist? Like, mm. what? She's a mother. It's just like, you know, just, just the level of racism. That's typical. Like, that's racism one-on-one right there. Yeah, just the, how the media portrays mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. And 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 even like it started off the the interview started off with Oprah asking Megan if she made Kate cry. And I'm okay. So what I'm about to say is provocative. Please. That's but what, that's what we do here. But there is a weaponizing of tears that happens white women with white women especially mm-hmm. in the workplace when it comes to black women especially and and so a white woman will cry in the workplace and the black woman is painted as this aggressive angry black woman mm-hmm. there there you have it yep right and so i'm like when i heard that first of all i was like well first of all who who cares mm-hmm. their sisters in law so you know stuff happens people cross boundaries like who cares if somebody cried People cry for anything all the time. Mm. Why do we care? That was my first thing. Why do we care? Like, but then Megan was like, "Well, actually, she made me cry." That was really what happened. Um, so, so uh, what did she do to make her cry? I, I mean, again, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess there was some disagreement over like a, a flower girl dress. Something like, again, like something completely inconsequential wow. to life. But, um, but yeah, I guess it, it was something along those lines. And, um, and I, I don't know, who knows, but Megan said she was the one who cried. And then she was like, but it really, Kate apologized and she brought me flowers. And, uh, you know, like, like we, we're good. Like there, there's no other issue there. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I just like the way that the media, portrayed Megan is just it it's really disgusting um and it was it's really all like based on the fact that that she's black and that is an assault it, like like they're 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 attacking this woman for an immutable quality mm-hmm. she didn't do anything like it it just it, I'm, I'm just I'm tired man yeah, she did do something. She <laughs> married into that, yeah. that you know, Lily White family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, go back to a point that you made earlier. Um, uh, I think first and foremost, and I, I kind of alluded to this early earlier in saying that I really didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, I really didn't care about this story. Um, I didn't care. I don't care about the royal family. They have no effect on me. And my immediate people around me, mm-hmm. um, I, I just didn't. But I understand the gravity of of the situation, right? Um, it, it's just it's just so unfortunate that you know that a lot of people are, seem to be so just taken aback 
by, you know, this, uh, this revelation that's happening right now uh, by Meghan and Harry mm -hmm. about just how racist, you know, this institution is. Mm -hmm. um, you can ask any black person, any, any black person with sense, and they can tell you that, like, why are you surprised? Right. <laughs> like, like, why the hell are you surprised? I mean, we, I think we were all surprised when they let that black choir sing at the wedding. Yo, like, that, <laughs> that I was surprised about because that ish was, like, black and black. Fire, you yo. know what I'm saying? That was fire, And I was yo. just like, whoa. And I, I'm sure they were, you know, some of those folks were probably disgusted by that, but yeah. it brought flavor to it, Though. you know I but that yeah you know yeah. that's what we do though yeah. we, we bring play bring flavor to stuff but um it, it's 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 unfortunate you know that we have we have this institution now that's being exposed for what it really is um what it's always been um and but hopefully you know what we've talked about this on the podcast before many many and many times where we talk about you you heal what you reveal mm -hmm. right and uh, maybe some type of, you know, healing is going to take place from these, these revelations about just how racist this institution is. But again, to any black person um, looking at the story who's familiar with the story at all, we're not surprised by this at all. So, no, we're not surprised. But what I do hope is that this is revealing to non-black people. Yeah. I hope that they understand now what the definition of a microaggression is mm -hmm. because it sounds like it was cutting away at Megan every single day that she was there and you know the the tabloids were so you know so so maybe maybe the headlines weren't like Megan's black and she's a problem Right. Mm -hmm. But they were so incredibly biased against mm -hmm. her oh, absolutely. in a way that they were not biased against Kate. That shows that there is some underlying issue with her that's intrinsic to who she is. And it's her race. Right. Absolutely. And it became clear that it was her race when somebody came to her and said, we're concerned about how dark your baby's skin is going to be. That's it insane. ain't going to be dark. Nah. News have y'all seen Megan? <laughs> like, like you said, she right. can pass. She can easily pass for a white woman, right? Easily, right. right? Like I said, black people didn't even know she was black. Yeah. So, but let's talk about the 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 real problem here, and the problem is what all of this does. As we started the show off talking about to one's mental health. Mm -hmm. So Megan in the interview said, "I wanted to kill myself." Yeah, that was yeah. She had very vivid suicidal ideations to the point where she went, she said, oh, I've planned it out, right? And so a couple things I, I just want to hit on real quick. One is that's why you should never be jealous of people because mm -hmm. you don't know what they're going through, mm -hmm. right? You want to be married? You want to be married to a royal? Okay. Look at what happened to Diana. Look at what's go. Look at what Megan's going through, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe you don't. Right. So first of all, always appreciate your gifts and what you have, because the grass is not always greener. And second off, second off is, you know, the the way that we treat people, people are humans, no matter where they stand, no matter where they stand, like humans are still humans and and we all still have the same basic needs. Right. And that kind of goes back to the love conversation. But 
um, just to see how loveless that organization and institution is just tells me everything I need to know about the evil that resides within it, Mm -hmm. you know, and just like even I, I I think, and I could be wrong. I think I saw something somewhere. (laughs) So, so so this is not fact, but I think I saw read something that said like the, the queen said she at times had, you know, wanted, had, had dark thoughts or something like that. Well, that doesn't make it okay. Like, you know, we can change things, Mm -hmm. but just how evil all of it is and that it made this woman want to no longer live to me is a huge indictment on, on the whole scheme. Mm-hmm. The whole scheme is just messed up. That's, you know, I, and I think too, with that, um, white supremacy hmm. is, uh, <laughs> it's like on full display. Um, We've been seeing it now over the last what year and some change now. I mean, we've always been seeing it. <laughs> you know, let's we've be clear about that. It. But I think that you know the world is like really, really like opening their eyes to like the the evils of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, it started. At, you know, I want to believe it started here. Um, you know, we're talking about more recent events and such, like the things Anglo- that happened last American- year. Yeah. Oh, oh! You're saying last year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. well, well last yes. year's, um, and then obviously this, this too, is it's it's just it's very it, it has its similarities with a lot of these different movements that like really um, awaken the consciousness of of people, mm-hmm. right? So I'm hoping that something good does come from this. You know, you know, one thing is funny though. <laughs> it's just it's really it's really amazing how you know you know she's talking about how you know and they're talking about how racist this institution is and Harry just saying how like he never really realized how racist it was so to to escape the racism they came to America. <laughs> <laughs> like how funny is that, yo? Well, you know that, I did not think about that, <laughs> but they'll be fine over here because they're celebrities. Yeah, right. Yeah. They'll be fine over here, but. And plus, you know, and, then, she, she, and the one thing too, you know, this is the one thing I love about us. When I say us, I'm talking about black, black people. people. You know, we're gonna hold our people down no matter oh, yeah, what. We gonna hold you down. We gonna hold you down. Cause so down. shout out to Tyler Perry. You yes. know, because yes. you know Tyler Perry, he opened his doors uh, to that. You know incredible masterpiece of a of land and studio that he mm-hmm. has down in Atlanta open up his doors for them to be able to, just to kind of get themselves together until they found you know um their own um home or whatever uh but we are always going to hold each other down mm-hmm. no matter what i mean we you know it's still people that hold oj down <laughs> you know what i'm saying like this is true <laughs> this is true this is true yeah mm-hmm. so 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 that's the one thing that I think that's, you know, some silver lining that kind of comes from this stuff, um, even with well, them also, coming here. We just don't care about the monarchy. Not, not, we I, just I don't, really we, don't give a damn. Don't, I don't I think. don't care. I, I mean, most black Americans, I just don't think we care about the monarchy. And Question. Yeah. What, 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 what role do they play? Like, obviously, you know. We know there's a separation between, like, you know, the government, the government and the monarchy. Yeah. What role do they actually play? Like, what? How much power do they really have? Like, what decision making do they actually do that people really give a damn about I, them? Right. I still? don't know if they have any real power per se. I think it's more of a figurehead 
um, position to keep the entire kingdom intact. Mm. So this actually kind of segues nicely because I, I wanted to talk about the Commonwealth. But so, you know, at one time, the British Empire, you know what they say, the sun never sets on the British Empire, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when you talk about colonizers, well, <laughs> you know, the the Brits are the best at colonizing the rest of the world. Um, so I think part of the lure and the draw of the monarchy is like a unifying feature mm-hmm. throughout the entire kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they don't, they don't really have anything like everything, all of their powers are really vested in this imaginary monarchical system. Um, and it's all really managed by the firm. Mm -hmm. So nothing's really in anybody's name. It's like in the name of the monarch type of thing, but it's vested in like a, separate kind of corporate entity, whatever. So don't really have any powers, but, but what's interesting, one thing that Megan talked about in the interview was representation. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, 60% of the Commonwealth is people of color. And I was like, that's a good fact. Right. And you know, you would think, but a lot of this happened before all of the, uh, protests and after and before George Floyd was killed last year, but even still, like you would think that after that they would have done some damage control so that we didn't get here, um, but they didn't. And you know, Megan was saying throughout the Commonwealth, it's you know, it would instill like hope in little boys and girls who could see people who look like them. Like I don't know if they look like her. <laughs> Or they'll look like her kids. Like, that's one of the critiques I had. But that's not to be shady. That's just because she was talking about representation um, and seeing yourself in somebody else. Um, But even if it's figurative, right? But I just kind of wanted to list some of the black-ass countries that are a part of the Commonwealth. Antigua and Barbuda. The Bahamas. um, and And some that aren't black as hell, but are brown as hell. Bangladesh. Barbados. Belize. Brunei. Um, let me go down a little bit. Uh, Nigeria, um, uh, Malawi, Kenya, um, Pakistan, Papua New Guinea, St. Lucia, Samoa, like S- Singapore, South Africa, Tanzania, Trinidad and Tobago, Uganda, Zambia. Like, so, so you've got the blackest countries in the world as a part of your kingdom. And that's how you treat somebody who has birthed royal blood. And 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 we're not, I don't know if we're going to get into it because I don't really understand it, but like we're not even, we haven't even talked about the fact that they stripped them of security mm-hmm. and would not give their son, Archie, a royal title. That's a damn shame, man. With no explanation either. Well, we know the, we know right. the reason We don't was. need it. Yeah, we don't need the We reason. don't need the explanation. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It's, that, I mean, it's 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 ins- it really is insanity, right? It racism really is insanity. It doesn't make any sense. This little boy looks no different than his cousins, mm-hmm. right? It's just the fact that they know about the black in his blood, mm-hmm. the African in his blood, and that makes him undesirable. 
I said, oh my God, man. White supremacy, man. Like that we gotta get rid of this shit. Like, seriously. Like this is just this is that's absolutely just oh, because <laughs> he's speechless. I am, I am. Because cause I'm I'm really trying to like bite my tongue right now because I just wanna go off on this this really wild tangent about white supremacy and about white people. And I know not all white people are like bad people. And I, I want to put that no, out no, there. No. I know yeah, all white people are not yeah. bad people. At We're all, talking about racist. I'm talking about racist ass institutions, racist ass white people. Like, come on, y'all need to like, y'all got to cut it out, bro. Y'all got to cut it out. Like, Jesus Christ. I, I mean, if nothing hits you, other than the fact that this woman wanted to kill herself, she wanted to kill, yo, she wanted to kill herself, despite being a mother. She didn't want to live any longer because of racism and how it was impacting her, making her feel like she was less than human, right? I mean, we could get into American history, but y'all don't want to. But the point is, like, black people were categorized as three-fifths of a person. That is what racism is. (laughs) you treat someone like they are less than human. You strip them of their dignity. And that's what they did to Megan. And and that's what they continue to do to all black people um, around the world, uh, around this country, um, over there in in the UK and England. Um, What is it going to take though? You know, besides, you know, uh, them bringing, a situa- situation like this to light. What do you think is going to take for for us to start to see some real shifting of of, of things? That's an interesting question because you know you there's nothing we anybody can do to change somebody else's mind. Yeah, there's 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 nothing we can do that will absolutely work. Right now, I say that, but I also temper it with no one is beyond redemption. Like everybody can change for Mm. the better, right? Even the most white supremacists of us um, can absolutely change their minds and, and come back around. And so like my advice is not about trying to change people's minds. And that's why like the work I do, I'm focused it. I focus it the way I do is because I really think it's about black people becoming a more unified community. Yes. I think let's not really focus our energy on other people. Let's let's take back control of our community. Jack and pot. Yeah. Let's take let's take back control of our community. Let's build wealth. Let's love on each other. Let's hug on each other. Let's kiss on each other. Let's validate each other so we don't really seek it from anyone else because you know when when you when you the healthiest people i know guess where they came from good families Mm -hmm. good families they don't have the same baggage i do Mm -hmm. right and so if we can be that good family for each other then we can really start to change hearts and minds Mm -hmm. you know and and i totally love the the activism and demonstrations and all of that stuff. I think that's just one part of it because if, if, if we are more of a united community, right. Then what we start to do is change the narrative that 
other people have created about us. So they can no longer say those people, they're this Mm -hmm. or they're animals or whatever, whatever the horrible rhetoric might be. Our actions speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and then you're beyond, you're beyond reproach, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that, I don't know if, I don't know if it's possible to change a racist mind. It's like trying to tell a Christian not to believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, or somebody who believes in evolution to believe in God. Right. Like, I, I don't know if that's possible, mm-hmm. but the truth will always prevail. Facts are facts. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if the fact is that black people have a really strong community that we support each other that we hold each other accountable, that, you know, we love each other. Like, if that's the fact, that's irrefutable. You can't change that, so. You're so spot on. You're so absolutely spot on with that answer, Shatora. Uh, it's funny, I was looking at, I was watching something on YouTube, I believe it was last night, and um, it was about some Trump supporters. Um, you know, it was a guy, a reporter, I forget which um, media outlet he was from, uh, but it was a reporter who was kind of fact checking Trump supporters at these rallies, like in real <laughs> oh, time. Is he a comedian? Um, may, I don't know. Oh, okay, I don't no, know. No, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not him. Okay, not the guy. I think you talk talk about the guy from the Daily Show. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. no, nah, but not him. Was, okay. I think it was an actual reporter. He was actually um, fact checking people in real time. And you're so right when you're when you say that. Uh, you, you you just can't change the minds of people. You know, I tell people all the time the, the hardest thing to change, which I think is damn near impossible, is to change someone's mindset. You know, I, it's just once they believe what they believe, that's it. But to go back to this whole Trump thing, you know, just for a second, um, this guy was like literally presenting facts to these people in real time and he was asking them like, okay, so do you, you know, here are the facts. Um, do you still feel how you feel like oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely you mm-hmm. know so part of that though i think is just people are trying their damnness to uh, protect their privilege you know it's they've been white people have been um in a position of privilege for a very very long time um and they see that this world is changing they see that this world is becoming browner. They see that this world is becoming tanner. And they're, they're scared about that. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are, they want to protect th- that, that privilege. They want to protect that power, you know. So, mm-hmm. and it, the same can be said for, uh, you know, with the royal family. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing all of this so they can protect, you know, that institution that they're so mm-hmm. accustomed to. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so th- this is making me think of a conversation that, I I had with my brother who is, in my opinion, the smartest person I know. And, um, I thought I was, but okay. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I got it. I got to give it up for big bro, but you close, you high up there. You high up there. You just right under me. No, I'm kidding. Okay. (laughs) I love you. No, you not. Not even close. Not even close. Not you up there. But, um, but so I was, you know, I was talking to my brother and, and we talk about these things. Now he might be the smartest person I know, but that doesn't make it perfect, right? Mm-hmm. So, but he always challenges me, and I love a good challenge. And um, one of the things that he said was, and that he always says is like, humans are tribal by nature. We're tribal people, and and being tribal means you want to belong to something, right? Mm-hmm. And th- you know, that's why it's so easy to create divisions. 
especially a long race. Race is a made up notion. Race is made up. Like, I mean, it, it just, it makes no sense. Right. And so, um, and anyways, like just kind of, this is completely an aside, but I thought it was brilliant. And he was like, I honestly believe the thing that's going to bring us all together is sports. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think there's some truth to that. He might have a point. Listen, Mm -hmm. like it's crazy. So he said this to me and then I'm like, I'm at the Bills game. I'm just watching like we're in this pandemic. We're all spread out. But like no, nobody was like black people over here, white people over here, rich people over here, poor people over here. Mm-hmm. Like none of that. It was just like, go Bills, yeah, right. beat the other team, <laughs> you know. And so it's like we just need something to root for. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if we can hack that, then then we can hack a lot of the issues that we have created for ourselves because we're flawed as humans. So that means we need the bills to do good again next season. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> we got to get some of them on the podcast, man. You know, talk about like how just, you know, they, 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 they who, who says we aren't already working on Hey, let's see. See, she always, <laughs> she always got something going on, man. Always something up to sleep. Yeah. But no, um, this was a good conversation, Satora. Um, you know, thank you for geeking out with me. No, for, no, for sure. Because uh, before you reached out to me about it, like again, like I, I, I was watching some of the interview and I literally fell asleep on it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I think I just me being forty now. I'm just I go to sleep a little <laughs> That's sooner. That's part of it. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, but I, you know, it just it just really didn't appeal to me um, mm-hmm. much. But I think you know having this conversation allows me to you know kind of look at things from a you know from a different lens and. Um, you know, kind of give it some more context as well. Um, so, um, you know, so shout out to Megan and Harry, man, because, uh, you know, that it, it takes balls to kind of go against an institution like that. Cause I'm I sure, mean, I'm sure they have a target on their back. Listen, it, it, it takes balls to go against your parents wanting you to go to engineering school and, mm. you know, you want to be a ballet dancer. You know what I mean? Like it, that takes courage. So, so leaving the Royal family, you know, and knowing that everybody's going to everybody's going to blame your race for why you made that decision. Mm-hmm. And without coming forward, nobody would have really known what they were going through. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. Well, I, I'm I'm interested to see, you know, where it goes from here. I know the royal family um, finally issued a statement. Uh, they did. It was weak sauce. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was a weak statement. Um, but um, you know, maybe maybe something might come from it. So the statement, where is it? It says um, the whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. You just learned the full extent. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. Okay, now here's the shade. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Mm. Okay. Now, okay, while some recollections may vary... Right, like just how dismissive. Yeah, how dismissive. How disgusting. Yeah, how disgusting. Like, but that's it's it's typical though. You know, trying to save face and you know. Listen, uh, is there going to be a Brexit from from the UK? Like, come on, 
like maybe we should start you uh, 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 Wakanda because you know you know um, this is a Stevie Wonder said he was he's leaving. going to Ghana yeah he's, he's going to Ghana. Ghana yeah I saw that I'm like, he said he can't see his kids like, and then when he said that right then we said he can't see his kids I'm, just, I'm like okay Stevie <laughs> but uh but man I I understand though I understand I understand yeah. where he's coming from you know like. Like the, these institutions are so deeply entrenched, you know, and in the fabric and the DNA of our culture, and it's just like they you, are. You get tired of they are. You, you get, do tired get tired of fighting, man. You do, but I just I don't know if leaving, like if we all left and then we dispersed, like then what, right? Like, I mean, there's still a lot of we still have a lot of influence and power here mm-hmm. and i just don't think we've actually tapped into it um as much as we need to that's true i i, I totally agree i totally agree. And, and look i'm i mean stevie wonder and and most deaf or whatever his name is now you know like people people have left and and famous people have left and gone to african countries and whatever and and like i i respect that fully um, but we don't really, we, we don't really have that choice. Mm-hmm. So how can we make it work? How can we make it work here? Yeah, I mean, but I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier. You know, we just have to, you know, really be about changing that narrative for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and really work on ourselves and really tighten that, our institution, you know, just, yeah, to start to sh- uh, shift that narrative, you know, so. In the I words think, of Issa Rae, I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, but now this is, uh, uh, I love this conversation. I'm glad we were able to kind of come back out of our uh, mini hiatus. Yo, you I'm know. rusty on the mic. Yeah, man. No, this was, this was good, man. This is, I miss being on the mic. I haven't, you know, I've been producing a lot for other people, but. Uh, you I know. know, you've been cheating on me. No, no, listen, listen, <laughs> man. Listen, you you know, we, we top billing, we get top <laughs> Already out here in these streets, you know what I mean. But, but, uh, but no, I'm um, I'm excited about what's upcoming for season four. Uh, again, we have some some dynamic guests um, who's going to be joining us over uh, the next um, several weeks and such. And then um, and then all of the things. And now that outside is opening back up again, you know, we'll be able to do some cheeks on the beach. Yeah, cheeks on the motherfucking <laughs> beach. Let's go, cheeks on the beach. Yes. I yes. I'm gonna make a drink and call it cheeks. Yo, on cheeks the beach. on a beach, man. Yeah. So, um, but nah, this has been great. Um, looking forward to um, our next conversation. I appreciate you for hitting me up and you know and really challenging me. You know, he was to, still asleep when yeah, I called him. Right I, 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 I had because I, I literally went to sleep last night around like six a.m. That's not last night. Well, yeah, right, yeah, because I, I fell, asleep, I actually fell asleep early watching the interview mm-hmm. um i fell asleep probably around like nine o'clock mm-hmm. woke up around one and i mm. couldn't go back to sleep mm. yeah mm. so so when you called me this morning i was just like mm. i was like what? first of all i didn't even see your call I, you know i was like no one better not call me while i'm trying to get this little <laughs> little bit of sleep but um no, it's fine. nah but it was cool though um you know so, and you know i always love getting together with you you know having some insightful conversations you know so I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And uh, prayers and blessings to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and everybody black. You know, um, we always ask uh, at the end of every podcast, what does black mean to you to our guests? I wish we can ask that to Meghan right now. Let's see. Which, what do you Ooh! think? Her, what do you think her answer would be? I want you to, I'm putting you in a hot seat right now. You are Megan right now. Megan. Megan. Shatora. 
What does black mean to you? But I'm Megan. But you're Megan right now. Mm. If I'm Megan, to me, black means black. Black is legacy. Black is forever. And black is everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you present to the world. And it doesn't matter how high you ascend. You will always be black. You will always be black. And so because of that, you have to honor your blackness. You have to honor it. You have to dignify it. And you have to, you have to be authentic in a way that makes you make very hard decisions. That's what I would say if I were Megan. Drop the motherfucking mic, man. She, 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 she the bomb, yo. I got the bomb co-host uh, for this podcast. So... I don't think there's much more to be said. So thank you guys, man, for tuning in to another episode of the B Suite Podcast. Yeah, you're still here. Thank you. Yeah, right, right. And we probably turned some people off, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, but no, thank you guys again. We always appreciate the love uh, for tuning in to our podcast. We are looking forward to uh, bringing back season four. Uh, we're coming back strong, and uh, you know, we're gonna bring you out. We be bringing out some heat. So uh, make sure that you um, subscribe on all of the major streaming platforms, including iHeartRadio. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts can be found, we are there. Uh, you can also follow us online, um, our website, thebsweetpodcast.com, and also on Instagram as well, um, at bsweetpodcast, just bsweetpodcast, no the at the beginning, and also on Facebook as well, at the Podcast. So um, so until next time, we appreciate you guys, Shatora. It's been really real. And yo, before we go, I got to give a big shout out. My homegirl, B, is behind the boards <laughs> today. Big shout I out. I hope she pressed record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she did. She's fired, you know. But no, um, no, we really appreciate um, Brandy coming on board, um, helping out with um, all of the production things for um, for our podcast going forward. So I uh, just want to give a big shout out to Brandy. Shout out, Brandy. Yeah, big shout out to you, um, B. Really appreciate you. So um, that's it, guys. We appreciate you guys. We'll check you on the next podcast. Cheeks on the beach. Hey. <laughs>